Pittsburgh Steelers will be playing the Buffalo Bills Monday now for the for the playoff game due to the winter storm that is taking over Buffalo. We'll talk about that impact on the game here in the Locked On Steelers podcast with an emergency episode. Let's get into it. You are Locked On Steelers, your daily Pittsburgh Steelers podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello and welcome to the Locked On Steelers podcast. I'm your host, Chris Carter, bringing you your daily dose of all things in the Pittsburgh Steelers. As always, you can find the show on your favorite podcasting apps and on YouTube. Like this video if you enjoy it. Subscribe to this YouTube channel to get all of your daily Monday through Friday episodes as well as our bonus content. We thank you for making us your first listen every day because we're your team every day. And there is a change in this playoff schedule. The Steelers will not play the Bills 1 p.m. Sunday. In fact, they will play them 4.30 p.m. Monday. This all happening because of the winter storm that was hitting Buffalo, which we did know about, but we did not know the extent of it. Now, it was presumed that the that the gusts and the winds were supposed to range anywhere from 20 to 60 miles per hour, which can be really intense. And as a Buffalo reporter, Julian Pelosi, point, those are mild hurricane numbers if you look, if you look at them. That alone might have been fine to stomach, but once the snow began to accumulate in Buffalo, and now it's predicted to be it's projected to be anywhere from one to three feet, you combine that with those winds, and that is deemed too too unsafe of a of a circumstance. Now, I know there's some Steelers fans out there that think that oh, this is such a disadvantage because now the game is going to be played in an environment that's less suited to the Steelers' strengths and more suited to the Bills' strengths. To those people, I say, calm the heck down. This is about all about safety. Winter war- winter storms can kill people. It is about getting people there safely, getting them out safely, and making sure that no one is harmed uh, during that, or decreasing the chances as best you can that no one is harmed trying to attend uh, a football game. Uh, in all seriousness, this is not unprecedented before as far as moving things around. Uh, if you remember way back, the last time I remember Steelers game being impacted like this was when the Steelers had to impact their travels uh, because of Hurricane Sandy when they took on the Giants in 2012 and they ended up like having to like get dressed or something in like the hallways of the stadium or something like that. I forget. There was something wild that happened in that situation. But point being, stuff like this does happen. And again, safety is the pri- is the primary concern. Uh, now, the question is, will this impact the game in a major way? That part remains to be seen. Now, According to the forecast, there's still supposed to be a decent amount of snow that will be on the ground and continuing to accumulate as this game is played uh, Monday afternoon. However, the winds are supposed to die down, not reaching up to 60 degrees, but still maybe being consistently anywhere from 15 to 20 degrees or 15 to 20 miles per hour. Excuse me, not degrees with wind speed. Um, So. Those are still high winds for a football game. Those are still winds that can take that can kind of that can kind of take control of the ball if it's hung in the air for too long and can change things. They're not as insane winds as as the, uh, the ones that were predicted for Sunday, and that could give the Bills more of a chance to use their their vaunted passing attack, which is the biggest threat to the Steelers in this game. But it could also open up more of the passing game for the Pittsburgh Steelers. One thing I was talking about with Brian Batko of the Pitts of the Pittsburgh Post Gazette on our North Shore Drive podcast. Go subscribe there if you want all our conversations there he mentioned how while the Steelers not having to deal with as much of a passing game from the Bills also could be 
you know, on the flip side could benefit the Bills in a way because the Bills secondary has been suspect at times this year. And the Steelers passing game, which has started to find a rhythm in the last few weeks, will probably be neutralized as well. Now, still, you'd think that with the Steelers run game and the Bills run game, the Steelers would be able to control would, would have a, an advantage there. But still, there are still things back and forth. Now, a question that everyone's asked me a million times already, by the way. Uh, no, this does not impact either team's injury situation. It could have if they wanted them to, but according to Ian Rappaport of the NFL, uh, this this did this situation does not change the fact that uh, the Bills and the Steelers both will have certain players out. The Bills, of course, announcing wide receiver Gabe Davis out and safety Taylor Rapp out. The Steelers, of course, TJ Watt being out. Uh, neither of those three players will be back in time for this game, which means both of these teams still have the same look going into Monday. And if anything, it gives it gives both teams another day of rest and preparation. Another good sign for the Steelers: they did not leave for Buffalo yet, so they're still able to take uh, the extra day to prepare and travel. But the question will also become what happens with the Steelers travel plans for Sunday? If they didn't take off that, if they didn't take off Saturday and they have to leave, they have to leave Sunday. The Sunday is supposed to still be the inclement weather that that's not going to be suitable for flying and for travel that could impact things. We'll talk more about the other side of this first break here on the lockdown Steelers podcast. It's an emergency episode with the Steelers bills game being changed to Monday. Stick with us. We'll be right back. Back here on the Lockdown Steelers podcast, I'm your host, Chris Carter, here with your emergency episode updating you off after the Steelers-Bills game has been moved to 415. Now, full disclosure, I am recording this before any of the other playoff games are being played, so we don't know what has happened there. We'll talk more about that on the Monday episode of the Lockdown Steelers podcast. But one thing to be to, to, to look at this is that I know there are some Steelers fans that are still feeling and trying to understand, like, hey, like, you know, I get that there's safety concerns here, but it just feels like the Steelers have been down this road before as far as schedule changes. And if you're thinking back to the 2020 season, you would be correct. And that's a completely different circumstances than this. The 2020 season, the Steelers lost their bye week because the Titans openly violated their COVID policies and, and practiced away from the facility. And then the facility became contaminated with COVID. And they, the NFL moved the game late in the week which prevented the Steelers from having a full bye week in their season and then later in the year when the Ravens also violated COVID policies uh they they had to push their game back against the Steelers which shortened another week the Steelers had and that was when the Steelers had one of the oldest if not the oldest rosters in the NFL eventually that team fell apart with tons of injuries and banged up players and then limped limped their way after an 11-0 start limped their way to the playoffs and then were bounced in the first round this is a different situation one because this is actual safety being concerned here and there's no person a foul for there's no violations or anything it's just winter storms they happen you got to deal with them but the second thing i think that is also relevant here is that the steelers are a much younger team one thing that marquis pouncey even acknowledged at the time when he when, when people were talking about it was that the steelers when you're an older team back then in 2020 routine is vital for your health and for for your development because when you're when you're an older team the routine is what keeps you in uh, in sync. The, the routine is what keeps you healthy and helps your body kind of avoid more and more injuries. But when you keep having to switch things up the way they did that year, it's going to take its toll on older bodies, whereas younger bodies can kind of deal with that. It gives them a little bit more of an advantage. They can bounce back quicker from, from certain things. And 
this is a much younger team. I mean, let's face it. This is a team that's starting several rookies between Broderick Jones, Joey Porter Jr., Nick Herbig, Keanu Benton, Darnell Washington, all playing significant time on top of plenty of younger bodies just on the team in general. Heck, the, the entire offense is basically young people outside of Isaac Sayomalo. This could be something that the Steelers don't have to deal with nearly as badly as they did when they dealt with this about three years ago uh, in the 2020 season. I think they're more suited to handle this. Now, the question will be, are the Bills suited to handle this? Because this gives them another day to prepare. This gives them another day to be at home. Um, and and also with the conditions being better, maybe they can throw the ball more. I still think I've, I'm not changing my prediction. I'm a, I'm a, I, I picked the Steelers to win 23 to 21. I still think it's that type of game. Now, there are some things the Bills might be able to do now a little bit more because of the passing game, but I think the Steelers can can also do a little bit more. I think that they they can still control the pace of this game. This is more about what the Steelers can do on the ground and what their defense can do to limit the Bills' passing offense. They do they do what they're supposed to do. I think it puts the Bills in a tight spot, and it's still going to be a tough winter storm type of game. It just won't be the insane winter storm that we were looking at as far as it being forecasted. And with that, again, I still think the Steelers have a really good chance to run the football. Something that Nick Farabaugh, one of the guys we've had on this show, he's with he's with he's partners with Alan Saunders at SteelersNow.com. He pointed out how the Bills haven't been running the ball that great with James Cook the last three weeks. They came out a blaze and a fire with James Cook in the run game when the Bills switched to Joe Brady as their offensive coordinator. And that certainly was a difference maker. But the last three games, that had not been the case. And that is a big part of this game for me, too, is that the Steelers have to be able to stop the Bills from running the ball. They have to force them to be one-dimensional so that they can force Josh Josh Allen to be a little bit more predictable and get more of those turnover plays in the game. Turnovers are how the Steelers are going to win. On the year, the Steelers are plus 11 in their turnover, turnover differential. The Bills are just plus two. That has to be a factor that plays in the Steelers' favor if they're going to win this game. Mason Rudolph has done a great job protecting the football of late. He did almost throw an interception uh, in, the, in the Ravens game, but it's still... Josh Allen's thrown almost interceptions and plenty of actual interceptions this year. The bottom line for Mason Rudolph be to protect the football, be aggressive in the right moments, pick the right moments, but also don't be afraid to lean on your playmakers, especially your running backs, Najee Harris and Jalen Warren, who look like they could have still have a good game. If you go back to when the Steelers played back, I think it was the Bills in 2016, I want to say, maybe 2017, uh, Le'Veon Bell rushing for almost 200 yards, three touchdowns. That's the game that some people are thinking about. These are still conditions that could favor Najee Harris to take over the game. He is he has really accelerated everything this year for a third straight thousand yard season. He's been a consistent guy, and this is the kind of game that he can wear teams down. I still think the Steelers have an edge that they can use in this game. Again, I'm not guaranteeing a win. I still think the Bills should, should be the favorites, but a 10-point favorite that I do not agree with. I think that if you're a betting person and you're looking at FanDuel Sportsbook online, you should be taking the Steelers to at least make this a close game. And if you're taking the money line, if you're not worried about the points, I still think the Steelers would be a heck of a pick for you uh, and, and with, the, with the matchup that they have in front of them. We'll do a full Monday episode looking at what, other, what else happened in the playoffs and also any other notes that we have here on the Locked on Steelers podcast. Stay tuned. We'll have a lot more to discuss to, on, uh, on the Monday episode of Locked on Steelers. 